Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Left of Straight Show with your host, Scott Fullerton, as we discuss everything under the rainbow sun, from LGBT issues to foodies, entertainment to books. Join us as we talk to some of the most interesting leaders and celebrity LGBT guests and allies on the internet. So grab a cocktail, it's always happy hour somewhere, and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Scott Fullerton. Howdy, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Leftist Straight Show, guys. It is Monday, August 3rd, 2020. I am your host, Scott Fullerton. Thanks for tuning in. I can't believe it's August already, but I do like that it means that this 2020 is almost over. We're halfway through. Yay! Crazy, crazy year. Guys, I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Did you do anything exciting? It was a little rainy here in Northeast Ohio, so I was out and about a little bit, but not as much as I wanted to. Really wanted to go up to the lake, but it was just wet out. Um, I do want to talk to you about Friday's shows. We had uh, an issue with Blog Talk. As you know, Blog, Hawk, Blog Talk hosts the Left of Straight Show. It has for all five years. we been on the air. They had some kind of a malfunction Friday that was big and massive and screwed up everything. It basically did not record any of the shows that went out. So unless you listen to Friday's show live, you did not get to uh, – you're not going to be able to hear it because they don't know if they can recover it. They're trying right now to recover the shows. So we had a fantastic show on Friday with two amazing authors – uh, Eric Marcus, who wrote the book Making Gay History, also he produces the podcast of the same name and just has had an interesting life. And then Byron Lane has a brand new book out um, called A Star is Bored. It's a novel based on his time working as Carrie Fisher's assistant. Yes, he was Princess Leia's personal assistant. Amazing book, amazing interview. He's also done some great television and video projects. So we had two amazing interviews Friday, and they did not record. So if you didn't listen to them live, you can't listen to them in the same link on Blog Talk Radio. You can't listen to them for all of our distributors. Of course, we are available on nine other distributors like Apple Podcasts and iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of those things. 
we weren't able to upload onto there because the show was disappeared in um, blog talk. And the worst thing is we were supposed to have a very special guest tonight. We're supposed to have two guests on tonight. Um, and our second guest, we had to pre-tape the interview for her on Friday because she was not available tonight. So we inter- we did her pre-tape interview on Friday, and that did not record as well. So we have uh, we were supposed to have a very special guest for the second hour today, Miss Tommy Sellers on out of Miami, Florida, and that interview is gone. So gracefully and very generously, Tommy has agreed to call in tomorrow. I mean, she has a very busy schedule, even though she's not going out singing. She's writing and everything like this. So she is going to call us tomorrow for another pre-taped interview that I will play probably later in the week or next Monday. But my apologies to my guest, Eric Marcus, to Byron Lane, and to Tommy Sellers for Blog Talk's mix-up. There's a small possibility we could be able to uh, recover the audio, but they're doubting it. So I'm very sad about that. But we're going to go ahead and starting it's working fine tonight. So tonight we have a great show for you. In just a couple of seconds here, we're going to play our Monday Musical Minute that we have every Monday with our two special correspondents. This week, it's Zach Day's turn. We had Jay Knight last week. Zach is a fantastic singer and songwriter. He was on The Voice this past season, picked for Team John Legend. Did not win, unfortunately, but he is an amazing singer and has been doing our special correspondent Monday Musical Minutes, filling us in on some people we should be listening to. So we're going to play him in just a couple of seconds, and he is going to be our special guest musical artist next Monday as well because he has a brand new song coming out on the 8th, so I'm very excited about that. So we're going to play Josh's uh, Monday Musical Minute here in just a second. He recorded it for me earlier today. And then we have a live interview for you. We're going to do a live interview with our uh, good friend Josh Roscoe out of Southern California, he is an amazing singer-songwriter, been a good friend of the show for a long time, great story to tell, and he's going to call in live here in about, oh, 10 minutes or so. So great show for you tonight. I'm excited. A couple things in the news we'll talk about before we go into Josh's Music Minute. Uh, big news today from Lifetime. You know I love me a little holiday Christmas music, Christmas movies. I talk about them all the time. I watch every single one on Hallmark and Lifetime. Hallmark has said they are going to have more LGBTQ representation this year, but Lifetime beat them to the punch today. Lifetime announced today we're very proud to be able to share an amazing story last year that featured a same-sex kiss in their movie Twinkle All the Way. But head of programming Amy Winter says that this year they're proud to announce that one of their Christmas movies will figure will an LGBTQ lead story because at Lifetime, holidays truly are for everyone. The story is called The Christmas Setup. It has not been cast yet. It's going to be a guy returning to his hometown and being set up by a friend of his with an actual ex-boyfriend, and it's going to be the lead story for a lifetime holiday music. I hope some of our regular Christmas guys get in, and I know um, 
We've had some great people in the past do it. So uh, there's so many good actors to choose from. So I'm looking forward to seeing. They better hire LGBT actors. They haven't said that part yet. It's going to be a storyline. We have to hope they hire LGBT actors or that's going to be a controversy in and of itself. Second thing I'm going to talk about briefly is cancel culture and Ellen DeGeneres. Is she canceled? I don't know. It's looking like it. There's uh, news. I mean, we know that all summer long she's been plagued by stories of a very bad work environment on the set. It is now an official investigation being posed by the Warner Brothers lot, which is where she tapes at. And today it has been announced that they are already shopping possible replacements if they need to cancel the Ellen DeGeneres show. And up front and foremost is James Corden, of the Late Late Show on CBS. His name has been touted. He was in the tabloids in his native UK today, and now it's been speculated on our blogs here in the U.S. So Ellen could be in trouble, boys and girls, and maybe deservedly so. So we'll have to see how that story plays. All right, that's all I'm going to go over today. I have more stuff to talk about, but we're going to have a great entertainment minute tomorrow with the entertainment editor of Queerty, David Reddish, who's been a great friend of the show, so he'll fill us in on all the big dirt. Let's go ahead and turn it over to my buddy Zach Day from Nashville, Tennessee, and our Monday Musical Minute. Be back on the other side. We're going to play a little music from our featured guest, Josh Orozco, and then I'll be back with Josh in the flesh for an interview. You're listening to the Leftist Straight Show right here on the Leftist Straight Radio Network. Take it away, Josh. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. Hello, Leftist Straight listeners. Zach here. I'm back. Zach is back. We're here. We're queer. All that good stuff. Super happy to be back over here on the Leftist Straight Show today on Music Mondays. Okay, so a few things that I've been listening to over the past couple weeks um, to get me through. First and foremost, I finally moved into a new place. It's super nice. I'm super blessed. I'm actually getting to like live there in partnership with the company, and they're letting me stay as long as I like. I'm going live on their Instagram, and I'm going live on their Facebook, and I'm singing, and I'm making music, and we're, like, coming up with a lot of cool content together, so that has been a blessing, and, you know, that's been one of the good things about uh, being in Nashville so far has been just getting to work with Connect. That has been super dope. You know, I've had my ups and downs since I've been here, obviously. It's been a lot of hard work, a lot of struggling, still doing that, but, um, you know, at least I have this really cool partnership now and I'm super happy to be working with them so I'm so happy about that I've been moving and all of those things and mostly listening to podcasts and stuff but I have a few songs that I've been listening to on repeat over the past couple weeks first one is a song called Lucy by Still Woozy it's a really cool vibe it's upbeat it's chill um I think it's pretty genius and I feel like you guys would really enjoy that and like it's a really great song for summer i know we're like coming to an end in summer but i haven't been able to go to the pool enough yet so i still consider it summer and it's hot as hell out here okay so you know i'm, I'm doing my thing um another song that has like re-entered my what do you want to call it um it's just shown up again in my universe i guess it's called chasing pirates by none other than the queen nora jones 
I forget sometimes that I adore her, I worship her, and I think that she's amazing. And then, like, I was, I just, first of all, I love the song Chasing Pirates. I think it's so cute and catchy and fun. I've always liked it. And then, like, now when I get on, like, YouTube, <laughs> like, my algorithm is just, like, all the ads are, like, Nora Jones singing live. And I'll just be like, oh, my God. I literally, like, started crying the other day because I watched, like, she did, like, a live concert this year from her home or something. And it was just, like, so gorgeous. And you forget how, like, much you love her until you hear her again, I think. For me, anyway, because, like, I think her music is such easy listening sometimes you just like keep it in the background or something i don't know i'm not speaking for everybody but for myself and then i like tune in and really pay attention and i'm like okay this nora jones she is a legend and we all need to like bow down at the altar of nora jones okay next up we've got the new single from billy eilish my future i listened to it a couple times i thought it was super cute um, really love how it goes from like kind of like a really chill lo-fi beat to like a more upbeat kind of um, R&B feel, I guess you could say. Um, we all know Billy can sing, and the production on all her all of her songs are just top notch. So her and Phineas come up with a lot of great things, and she is pretty much going to rule the world one of these days. She's already she's already there. Let's be honest, but. I just can't wait to see, like, where life is going to take her. I'm, I'm loving it. Um, the next song I'm going to talk about is called Tokyo. It's by my, one of my really good friends, actually. Her name's Therese Curatolo. You guys will love this song. It's super cute. It's fun. It's sad at the same time because it's kind of, like, got this, like, pining feel behind it, which I relate to. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a great song. She's an amazing singer and a super amazing, nice, just genuine person. So if you guys want to check her out, I think her Instagram is Reese T, like R-E-E-S-E, -E, and then T, like T-E-A. She's touring with Postmodern Jukebox. She was touring with Scary Pockets. And she's just, like, living the dream, making all this really dope music. And um, you guys should definitely check her out. I mean... She's, she's doing her thing and, and killing the game. Last but not least, I really want to tell you guys about something that's happening. I have a new song coming out. Yes, you heard it here first. I haven't even announced it yet, so it's not been on my Instagram or on any of my social media platforms yet. But Friday the 8th, I have a new song coming out. And... That's all I'm going to say, so stay tuned. If you want to find out more, I'm going to be pro posting, like, promotions, and I'm going to, like, drop the title, and it's also a duet. I think I might have mentioned that, but, yeah, it's coming out Friday, and follow me on Instagram at you know Zach. that's Y-O-U-K-N-O-W-Zach, Z-A-C-H, and you guys will find out more and exactly what song is coming out on the 8th, so super excited about that. I've worked really hard on it, my friend. Jess that's on the track with me she is like someone that I grew up listening to and worshiping her songwriting and all of her skills and somehow all these years later I got to connect with her and this is literally someone that I listened to their music like as a child like it's it's really a full circle moment for me so I'm super proud of the work that we got done like we did it all from our homes and quarantine um separately and um it's just, it's just amazing. She produced the track as well. So, um, her name's Jess Hudak. 
so definitely check her out as well and yeah be sure to tune in because we've got new tunes coming out and this isn't the last you're going to hear we got lots of stuff in the works so super proud of it and uh yeah be sure to check it out guys There you go. I love me little Zach on Mondays. All right, guys, we're going to play some Cotton Candy Skies uh, by my next guest, Josh Roscoe. We'll be back in just a few minutes with this live interview. You're listening to Left is Straight show right here on the Left is Straight radio network. Roses blooming outside in the rain. Pour me another glass of rose. Hoping this. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. 
Alrighty, guys, we are back. That was Cotton Candy Skies from my next guest. He's been a great friend of the show and to me personally over the years. We've had a guest to talk about his modeling and his fitness training, his HIV diagnosis, and most recently his turn as a singer-songwriter, becoming more prolific every day with his music. It's always a great when I have a chance to talk with him. He's always uplifting my spirit and telling stories through truth and honesty as he knows it. And I love welcoming back to the show. So please welcome my friend, the handsome and talented, Mr. Josh Orozco. Josh, how you doing, buddy? Hi, Scott. I'm very well. How are you? <laughs> I am fantastic. I appreciate you taking the time to come in. Congratulations on all this new music you've been creating. How you doing? Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Uh, I've been, you know, hanging in there, just uh, trying to stay sane and creative. Um, yeah, it's been a wild time. I've been doing well, though, trying to just keep uh, the mental health and everything just going amidst all the craziness and just keep a good, positive outlook. There you go. Well, I mean, you've, you're in Southern California, so you got hot hit for the second time here. But you and Mom have always been pretty good about cooking your own meals at home and stuff, so you're not too worried about that going on. How has it been overall to be sheltered in place here for the last three or four months? Are you hold it, guys holding up um, physically and mentally okay for it all, or are there good days and bad you know, days, or how does that work? There are definitely good days and definitely bad days. Uh, you know, it's kind of just a, it's a gradual thing. We're just seeing as it comes because there's certain times, you know, where we all start to, you know, get a little claustrophobic and just the feeling of knowing we can't go out and just, it's just a new, a new perspective, a new way of life that I think we're all just having, you know, a hard time kind of getting used to, but uh, we're, we're doing it, you know, we're keeping busy. We're just trying to keep ourselves occupied and smiling as much as possible and, know that we're doing the right thing by keeping other people safe. So it's the most important thing. There you go. And you were on the show, I think, the time before last, and you talked about uh, getting the HIV diagnosis. It kind of came out of the blue here. So you have a compromised immune system, so you have to be especially careful. I'm sure your mom is probably worried about you, so she's careful. Um, have you learned any more about how COVID kind of interacts with it? Have you had to take any special precautions? Have they changed medications at all? How is that? Is that kind of I, on the same keel? So far, I've not had any issues with that. You know, I haven't had to change medications. I actually just had my checkup a week ago, and I went in and saw my doctor, and everything seems very well. But um, it's definitely just more, you know, it's in my mind. I always am just like, okay, I want to be a little more careful but even you know having the hiv and stuff i'm still more worried about giving it to like my mom or something like that so that's my main worry i just want to you know yeah it's just crazy yeah we have to have to take care of our loved ones and it's hard because you and i both kind of help take care of our moms a little bit and it's scary we go out i try to do as much as i can shopping for and everything and you're not worried about yourself as much as 
other people to you, and that's what masks are all about. You're kind of trying to help other people, not give it to you, right? So it's real important yeah, to uh, keep those masks it's a selfless on. Act. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we talk about things keeping busy. I mean, we'll we'll give your Instagram and everything later, but of course, I follow you and your mom religiously for the past three or four years. You guys have made a beautiful oasis in your backyard there. Talk about what's been keeping <laughs> you busy this summer and spring. Well, you know, it seemed that this time that we were all home when it first happened, we were just kind of thinking, what are we going to do? You know, we need to do something. So it just started with like a project behind the house. There was a little, you know, pathway that we had just stored a bunch of junk in that we didn't really use. So I cleaned all of it out. We turned it into a little walkway. We have tomato plants growing and some strawberries and boysenberries, uh, even a little blueberry plant. So we did that. Uh, we also built a brand new shed and it is about 11 feet tall. So uh, it was something I did with my mom's boyfriend and it was fun to get to experience something different because I don't build things too often. So uh, we did that. And then we all, yeah. And then we also just planted lots of flowers and installed like a little pond. I love that. That's so awesome. Now, last time I think you were on, you were all excited about, your fish tank and really going through the fishes. What do you tell me about this pond? What kind of marine life do we have developing in our <laughs> pond? Well, in the pond right now, I actually have about, I have six koi fish and I have some guppies and I have a bullfrog, which is actually a tadpole that I bought about a month and a half or so ago. And it has just this week transformed into a frog and now is above land. So that's been just a really fun thing to watch just seeing that happen because I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) That is so cool. I love that. And you still have your fishies going in your room? I do. I got the fishies. They're not in the room anymore. They're out of the studio and they're in the living room now because everyone can enjoy them. Uh, So I got my saltwater fish in the living room. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah. That way everyone has a chance to partake and it makes really cool reflections on the walls at night. That's one of my favorite things about my fish tank. Oh, yeah. It makes me feel like I'm underwater <laughs> at night. It's wonderful. Yes. It's very calming. Well, very cool. Give everyone, um, you've been on the show, like I said, multiple times before, but just we've been getting a lot of new listeners during COVID. So just give a brief background. Talk a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, and uh, a little bit about what got you to where you are now. All right. Well, I have grown up here my entire life. I live with my amazing and supportive mom who just believes in me, and I wouldn't be able to even be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for her. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, I started doing modeling about four years ago or so, and it slowly but surely just led me to wanting to do more because I'd always loved acting and things. You know, when I was a kid, I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it was just my life. Right. Sarah Michelle Gellar inspired me so much to just act and then it's like you know I always thought acting was going to be my way but then all of a sudden music came about and I started finding that you know just creating the music and creating the words and all that was just kind of flowing through me and I just found such passion in that and it was kind of a big shocker for me at that point in my life because it's like I had spent like 10 or more years thinking I was going one direction and then boom I just switched but um slowly but surely I have just invested i work a part-time job here in orange county and uh i've worked in just 
bought myself a nice microphone and some sound treatment for the bedroom and got myself to the point now where I am uh, working on lots of fun stuff. And it's just, it's been so uplifting, you know, just for my spirit. I don't know where I would be right now during all this if I weren't doing it. I bet that is so amazing. I absolutely love what kind of, what kind of drew you to it at first? Were you writing lyrics or writing poetry? You thought maybe I should send some music. Were you getting just beats inside your head? What was kind of coming to you that drew you to the music at the time? It actually kind of started as both because I had a Mac at home. So I started messing around with the program called GarageBand that comes on the Mac. And then I was kind of just mm. messing around with things and getting intrigued. And then I started to write. And then I had actually written the first verse. I was laying in my bed. And it just came out. I mean, within about five minutes, the whole first verse of my song Shady Land came out. And I wrote it wow. all down. And then that, that was what started the entire thing. Oh, yeah. I remember Shady Land when it came out, we had you on. It's such an ori- a great original track. Um, and you said, so, so the music inspires the lyrics usually. You usually hear the, the make the create the sounds first at GarageBand, and that inspires the lyrics. Or has it ever been. The other way around, where you've written something out and then just kind of tried to make the music flow with it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I I upgraded to using Logic Pro since then. And then since then, I mean, there's times where I will come up with a good, like a good punch, like a good punchline or a hook or something. And then I'll think, okay, I need to go put this into the computer. But then it's really difficult for me because I have no music background. I don't read music. I don't understand the notes or anything. So I'm doing this all based off of how I hear it. So I just sit there Mm. and I kind of, you know, I, I know kind of how to do chords on the piano a little bit, and I'm starting to learn how to play guitar, but it's still just a process. So I'm kind of just learning as I hear. So it's a, it's a complete different way to go about it. <laughs> well, you have a gift for it, my friend, because your music is coming up just super inspiring and fun to listen to. Do you feel like you relate to a certain era or genre of music more than others that you get inspiration from, or do you kind of just listen to a little bit of everything? I definitely find more inspiration from the pop genre because you could do a lot with it. I feel like sonically you could do a lot with that genre. So it kind of appeals to me more, but then once in a while, you know, I'll write something that comes a little more like it comes out a little more hip hop. So then I'll think, okay, well maybe this will be a little different of a beat. And then I kind of go about it that way. Mm, gotcha. And then do you yeah. do you con- keep contemporary? Do you kind of who do you listen to? Do you listen to mostly nineties at present or do you listen to the old music pop? What what's your kind of listening preference? Oh, well I listen to a lot like now I listen to like Selena Gomez, uh Taylor Swift, I listen to Eminem. Uh a lot of those people are the ones who've inspired me, the ones uh, especially I know like Taylor Swift and Eminem both write their own music and they both, you know, it's all based off personal experience. And I think that's one of the most like things right. about art that is the most truthful is that you have to tap into that because when you tap into that flow of yourself that you can't go wrong there because that's, you know, you're part of a collective in humanity and other people connect with it. And you have to just, you know, kind of, it's like, you're just channeling and you're helping, you know, like I have people that tell me that they just love the song, they connect with it, and that makes me so happy because I never thought I'd see the day I that I would say that, you know? <laughs> exactly. No, we all have our people that inspire us, right, and to be able to inspire others, that's got to be such a gift. I love that. 
Very, very yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a chain reaction. Who are some of the who are some of the artists that are inspiring you right now? You, you t- you've talked about Taylor Swift just had a brand new album come out that's amazing. Beyonce had a film oh, yeah. with an album uh, come out recently. Who's who's uh, your inspirations right now? Who are you listening to on your playlist? Right now, it's been all Taylor. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I, I have been, I've had her on repeat for for a while. I am obsessed with her per, her production and her just you know, her team, she, uh, and her vision, she has a great vision and she's a very truthful to her vision. And I think that's something that art needs to go more toward. It needs to be not so commercialized and more internalized. Right. No, well said, well said. And if you had an artist that you can, um, collaborate and write for, who would that be? And if you could have a writer or, or someone to collaborate and sing with, who would that be? Oh, wow. I would say if I could, obviously, aside from Taylor Swift or someone like that, I would say I'd like to work with Sean Mendez because I love a lot of his music coming out. Good choice. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how would you say, what is this? You've been doing this music now for a couple of years. How would you say this enriches your life? How does How has music made you a better person, do you think? I think music has made me a better person just by going into things that I necessar- didn't necessarily want to go into before. And, uh, you know, you kind of, you, you start writing about things that happened in your life and then you start to see them in a different way. And it's almost like a healing experience just through that. And uh, you just learn to kind of let things go. And it's, it's a better way than, you know, getting angry and things like that. You put it into art and then you move on. And that's what keeps me going. Did you surprise yourself that you were going to be singing your own music? Have you always been a singer and sang to yourself or sang in the shower? <laughs> Did you think maybe you were just creating music? Uh, because you have a great voice. You have such a deep speaking voice to begin with. And your voice, you can, from your rap, then you have really great melodies as well. Did you ever consider yourself you. a singer before this? <laughs> you know, I've always sang. From the time I was a little boy, my mom says she heard me singing. I mean, I was always singing Disney songs and all this stuff. And if she, you know, if I was ever sick, I would stop singing. And then as soon as I started feeling better, she'd hear me singing again. And that's how she knew I was feeling better. So uh, I didn't necessarily know. I didn't think that my life was going to go this way. I always loved to sing. But then as soon as I found out that I kind of needed it, it became a whole different story. Mm. Gotcha. I love that. Very nice. And where do you see, um, I mean, how, how's the business side of music? The music business has changed so much and you're coming into this as a newbie as we all do and everything. What have you learned the most? What has kind of surprised you about the music business and what's been kind of um, exciting about the music business for you on the business side? Well, what, well, what surprised me about it is just, you know, the whole thing has changed because when I was growing up, it was always buying CDs and things like that. And now it's all turned to streaming, which, you know, it it takes a lot of streams to really make money. So, you know, I'm just kind of doing this just because I love it and because I am just going for it. Um, But the business side of it is, uh, I haven't seen too much of it yet. I hope to see more soon, but uh, I want to keep it very clear and very, uh, 
you know, just good for me because I know that there's a lot of uh, people out there who want to get things from people and uh, you just have to be careful. So I just want to keep my space clear the entire journey. And I just want to be smiling the whole time because if I'm doing that, I can't go wrong. Uh, I don't mm, want to be in it like for that. any wrong intentions or anything. I just want to do it because this is what I love doing. I love that you said that. And I mean, you've been on the Instagram game and social media for a while. How is it a different animal to be promoting um, actual work like that as opposed to just kind of trying to, because you're such a, a giving person. And we're going to talk about in a second, the kind of mindfulness that you have. Um, have you been able to separate that kind of social media from what you're, what you believe and feel artistically and to promotion? Has that been a hard transition at all? Not too much. You know, because uh, when you're promoting and stuff, you're just putting yourself out there in your most authentic way. And, you know, you kind of know that some are going to take it and some aren't. So if you go in with that mindset, you're just like, you know, the ones that you the ones that you do connect with are feeling ever. And that's all that matters. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And yeah. talk about, I want to get back to that. I mean, we were talking off air a little bit about how going through this COVID quarantine, everything could be a healing session, maybe for the planet. Talk about your philosophy right now, how you've kind of, you've lived your life always so holistically and kind of tried to be the best person. Do you see this kind of coming through in a more global scale now? What are your hopes and dreams for the planet, so to speak? I do. I feel that the planet has been on the edge of a shift for a while. Uh, I feel like she, you know, the earth, she acts according. And I feel that there was potentially too much noise happening. And I feel that maybe people needed to turn back and reflect inward. So I'm hoping that this was a, you know, she works in mysterious ways. That I could only think and hope that this has some sort of significant meaning like a blessing in disguise for humanity as a collective that we are all needing to kind of, and it all starts with ourselves. You know, we have to have that relationship and that bond in ourselves in order to spread Mm. that to others. So the fact that we're all, you know, people who are caught up in, you know, going, working all these crazy hours and stuff, they got to sit home with their families for the first time and things. So it's, it's a little more deep of a time. And I think that maybe humanity was lacking that because it's been a very, you know, with, I mean, media and social media and everything has changed within the last 15 years. So it's maybe humanity needed to take a step back and just breathe for a minute. And uh, I'm really thinking that we could pave the way to moving to, you know, a better path. I agree a hundred percent. And how do you center yourself? How do you calm yourself down and kind of just, let your mind be still. Do you have certain meditations you do, certain things you listen to? How do you kind of keep yourself balanced? You know, sometimes it could be the music. Sometimes it could just be going out and putting my feet in the grass under the sunlight and sitting by the pond. And, you know, you kind of just go into like a meditative state, just looking at the fish. But um, I do have my times where I'm breaking down too, you know, and it's, it's something we're all mm-hmm. going to go through. Um, I don't really have a particular thing to do, to be honest. I just kind of flow with it and do whatever feels right at the moment. 
Uh, sometimes that will be going outside. Sometimes it'll be taking a nap because I'm just, I, maybe I'm not rested enough because uh, our minds are going on overload constantly. We're bombarded with all this news on social media and all this stuff constantly. So we need to really take just at least 15, 20 minutes out of the day to just be alone, sit, reflect, right. and just you know, picture the world we want to see. And you've always been great with road trips and getting out in nature. Where do you want do – do you miss that? Where do you want to get out to once we can finally get out a little more freer again? Where would you like to go oh, back out you and know, explore? When I'm able to get out, I would love to go up to Arizona because two of my great girlfriends live up there now, two of my best friends, and um, I haven't seen them in a long time now. So it would be really, really, really nice to go up there and maybe go see something different. You know, last time I was up there, I went and saw the Grand Canyon for the first time. So uh, nice. I get it. Just, just hope for that. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what's been inspiring you lately for your creativity? You say you're writing more than ever now. Um, what? How do, do you? How does that spark come about? Do you have to kind of work for it to get there? Is it, do you have any kind of a um, kind of ritual you go through to kind of get you in the mood to write this music and to bring these vibrations into you? How does this? How does this creation period been for you? You know, it's actually been a very, it's been a balance act because there's some days where I'm just like, you know, I'll try to kind of make it happen and it won't. So I'm like, I have to sit back and just, I'll come at it next day with new ears, uh, new mind. And then all of a sudden it happens and I'm like, okay. So it's just a, it's a balance of just figuring out, you know, what you're feeling at the time and how much you can give energetically that day. Because I mean, sitting at the computer all day, like I did today, actually, and yesterday, I've been working on a song that I just finished today, actually. And it took me, you know, just hours and hours, but while you're sitting there, you know, you, you love doing it. So you don't mind, but um, it's just, you know, the, uh, I actually do have want to tell you that I'm actually releasing a album soon. It's going to be a collection of songs. It's an EP. So um, it's actually going to be just a collection of a few more songs than I've ever done before because I've always put out singles. So I'm actually working right now on just the, you know, the inspiration behind a certain time in my life that was about three years ago. That a lot of these memories have been coming back now and I've been clearing them and I've been doing that through making music. So it's been really nice. It's, uh, it's all encapsulating a time in my life and it'll be the first set of songs, like a EP together, that I've ever released. So I'm hoping to have that out soon because it's coming along pretty I quickly. I love that. That's the one thing I've missed in music is a lot of people are doing these singles or these streaming and releasing one song a month without any real coherence. And that's the best thing about an EP or an album. It really gives you a feeling or a snapshot of time for not just the listener, but for the artist itself, right? Creating these songs is kind of part of you in a certain way, right? Yeah, definitely. It's been, it's been just healing, you know, just going through uh, things I didn't even know at the time that I was going to need to necessarily talk about now. And now I'm just like, I'm going to need to get this out and do it in the best way possible. And it's, it's funny how it just happens that way, you know, because uh, actually Cotton Candy Skies, the song that uh, we just heard, that was written and produced, the beat was, about a year and a half ago, a long time ago, maybe even a little more than that. 
and uh, it just came back now, and then it felt right, so it just needed to be done at that time, so I did it. But uh, there's always, you know, different different factors playing, and it's never the same. Right. Well, I want to I want to go through some of the music. I want to talk about that. Um, so, Cotton Candy is basically an older song. You kind of did you did you refurbish lyrics to old music, or did was it all together? You kind of refurbish it, or how did that come about? Creating it now. Well, it was already completely finished because I had had the beat finished. I had the lyrics written. Um, I was taking vocal lessons a while back up in uh, West Hollywood. And I had, you know, when I was there with her, I was actually like, I wrote this song, Cotton Candy Skies, and I made this beat. So I showed her and then we were kind of working on it together and like doing my lessons. And uh, it kind of just got pushed to the side because that happens at times. You know, you'll be working on something and then all of a sudden another idea will come. And you have to go with something when it comes, because if you don't, you can lose it. So uh, it's all just, it's a balance act. It's a, but it's a really fun one, and I love it. <laughs> nice. Well, we're going to play out with Forgotten in just a little bit, but I also want to talk about, you have uh, the 10th floor. Talk about how that came to you. That's a little more of that Eminem style, more of a, a uh, more hip-hop vibe to it. Talk about the 10th floor a bit. Tenth Floor, that was a song that I had written about feeling very alone. <laughs> I was feeling very lonely and very uh, hurt when I wrote that mm. song. And it was just more kind of about, you know, that we need more. We need more of people coming out with soft hearts right now. We need more of that. Uh, that's that's going to heal the world is what's going to happen. So it was a song about, you know, it was kind of a little bit of a rebellious side, I would say. Um, it was an interesting one to write, though. It was a fun one to produce, too, because I love producing beats like that, because I love things that are a little more upbeat and sonically just a little more in your face. So uh, I'm always looking for things to explore to give myself a different feel and a different, maybe even a different genre, you know, just kind of exploring because... I'm so new to the music. I started it just, you know, a few years ago. So it's, it's, it's a constant evolution and you're just trying to explore the different sides of you. Right. I understand. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. And like I said, we're going to play out in a second with Forgotten. Talk about that song a bit. Forgotten. That was actually the first song that I produced when I was in quarantine. And that song just was, you know, it hit me a little hard because it's, you know, I'm approaching 30 and I, uh, I don't get out and meet people that often. And I don't, you know, date that often because the club scene and stuff just isn't for me anymore. And it's kind of hard to meet people when you're not in that scene, you know? So it was just kind of a song that I was just reflecting about, you know, I don't want to be forgotten, even though I'm not necessarily going out anymore to a lot of the events or the things and you know not on social apps to meet men so it's a little harder <laughs> right no definitely yeah COVID has really changed the whole dating scene altogether. I mean even online dating you can you can talk but you can't really meet I mean it's even scarier than <laughs> I was always scared of online dating before and I'm even more so you don't know anything about right it. So it's just crazy. Even scarier that's now. For sure. uh, oh. Yeah, it's not the time for it. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's like I don't mind being uh, single right now. I got to be honest. 
I, I will yeah, get to know myself. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, it's the best thing we can do. <laughs> there you go. Talk yeah. about do you um do you listen or pay attention much to other LGBTQ artists? Because that's one of the things that I always say about the show. I was never a music person before um, until starting to do the show. I only listen to music in the, in the car, usually on the radio. I don't listen to it at home ever. But we there's so many amazing LGBTQ artists out there making music, yourself included. And I just don't see as much a community in it. Um, and I don't know if that's maybe just because I'm not in it and maybe there is and I don't see it. But uh, do you do you listen and follow other LGBTQ artists, and do you feel or have you found a community there? Has anyone reached out to you from the community? You know, I do have just I have a couple of friends that are involved in the music community, but honestly, it I haven't. You know, I kind of see what you're saying. I haven't had too much of a community with many, but I am kind of trying. I've um, actually been like finding more on Instagram recently and even some locally who are kind of around the LA area and things that I've been kind of chatting right. with and things. So it's just, you know, cause I want to make more connections like that. I've been saying that for years, telling my mom, like, mom, I need to meet more artists. I need to meet more people like me because they're, you know, that's my journey. And, uh, right. So that's kind of where I'm at, you know, I mean, then the quarantine broke out. So obviously we're, we're kind of, limited right now but it's you know the type of thing that can't be rushed the universe will let it happen when it happens and i'm trying to just remember to just stay at ease as much as possible right and talk you know about, make new um, huh go ahead no i got you oh oh I would and just talk- say, you know and it would be great to make some new you know lgbtq artist friends like that's just a dream of mine That'd be awesome. Yeah, there's so many great ones up, especially in the L.A. area. I mean, I talk to them all the time, so that's pretty awesome. Besides the EP, what are your current goals right now? What do you see – what would you like to see happening in the next six months to a year? Oh, man, in the next six months to a year. Well, it's hard to even say what I wish to happen because we don't even know what's going to happen yet with everything. But, I mean, if if I'm just, you know, thinking in terms of I would love to have – maybe even a second EP or album out in a year. And maybe even, you know, if things are opening up again, maybe even a couple live shows or something, or I don't know, you know, it's kind of, it's hard to even say right now, but I have so many things in my head that I would love to do. And those are just a few. Right. I would love to see you out there live. That's got to be such, have you ever got to perform live yet at all, even before COVID happened? Cause you've been doing music for a little while now. Did you ever kind of step your foot in that uh, pond there to perform live? No, I mean, I've like, I've done, you know, I've done karaoke before at a club and I did an Eminem song and stuff like that. So I've done, I, you know, when I was a child, when I was a young child and a, you know, in high school, I did theater and I was up in front. So I've done that stuff before. I just have not performed my music yet, but that's definitely a goal. That's awesome. All right. Well, Josh Rosco, you know, I love you. I appreciate you coming on the show. Let everyone know where they can find this music and where they can find you on social, my friend. Okay. You guys can all find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. You could look up Josh Orozco Music. That's Josh Orozco, O-R-O, Z like zebra, C like Charlie, O, Music. Fantastic. Well, stay on the line for me, my friend. 
You got to come back anytime you have new music. You know I love talking to you. We're going to play out with the aforementioned Forgotten. I'll be back on the other side to wrap the show up tonight. You're listening to Left of Straight show right here on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Love you. guys we are back that was my buddy josh rosco with forgotten guys thanks so much for listening to leftist rage show today uh as i said we were supposed to have on tommy sellers for our second musical guest we will have her on next week i'm going to pre-tape with her tomorrow maybe later this week we're going to see what we can fit her in but i apologize to tommy we did record with her friday that was uh gobbled up and disappeared by blog talk radio so we're supposed to have a second guest for you tonight, and I'm so bummed. But thank you so much to our Musical Monday guest, Josh Orozco. You need to check out his music. You're going to love it as much as I do. And, of course, Zach Day, our special correspondent. New, Excuse me, new music from him coming out this weekend, and he'll be our special guest 
next Monday as our live interview guest, talking about that, his new partnership he has going and everything else going on in his life. And we will have our special correspondent, Jay Knight, do his uh, Indie Music Night as well, do his Monday Music Minute next week. So thanks to my guests again. Tomorrow, oh my gosh, I have such an exciting show for you tomorrow. You are really going to love it. Uh, We're going to start off with our special correspondent, David Reddish from Queerty. He's the entertainment editor at Queerty website in L.A. He posts all the great LGBTQ news that's fit to print on their website. He's going to come on and tell us the top stories going on right now in his universe. And then two amazing special guest interviews. Coming up first, we're going to do a live interview with Jared and Steven from Showboy Bake Shop in Las Vegas, Nevada. They are Broadway boys that have done some amazing things. They've been on Cupcake Wars and all these great things, putting out amazing pastries and baked goods out of Las Vegas all over the country, and probably all over the world. We'll find out their story tomorrow. So they'll be up first tomorrow, and then the second hour, I am doubly excited because I'm bringing on Mr. Patrick Ortiz, who was on my favorite show of last season, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. He played Eddie. Uh, His character, Eddie, was the boyfriend of Mo, played by the amazing Alex Newell from Glee and Once on this Island. But Patrick, I I fell in love with on Zoe's... uh, playlist last year and then I did my research on him and he is an amazing Broadway singer actor dancer he was on the touring company of West Side Story he was on Mamma Mia on Broadway he was with uh, For the Record this great group that does features um, different directors and the music and the shows that they did so we're going to talk to him about all of that tomorrow so huge show tomorrow David Reddish the boys from Showboy Bake Shop and Patrick Ortiz coming on the Left of Straight show on a Tuesday. It's going to be huge. So be sure to tune in. Guys, be sure to follow us on social media. You can follow myself at Twitter and Instagram at, at Left of Straight, always spelled L E F T O F S T R in the number eight. There's the Left of Straight show page on Facebook and my personal page profile on Facebook is Scott Fullerton and you can follow my fantastic interns at left of straight radio on Instagram and Twitter and left of straight radio on Facebook. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow and all week long, Monday through Friday at six o'clock Pacific time, nine o'clock Eastern time. Be sure to subscribe, download and give it a great rating. We appreciate y'all have a great night. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.